You're listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, this Thursday afternoon. In this week's Art Sing Around, Andrew Dembina speaks to Apo Wu, who is the senior curator at the Hong Kong Museum of Art. And we'll hear about the big Sandro Botticelli and his Times exhibition that's jointly organized by the Museum of Art and the Uffizi Galleries and is part of the Italia Mia Festival that we heard about in our Art Sing Around chat last week. I'm Apo, the curator of the learning and international programs of uh, Hong Kong Museum of Art. I have been working in the museum for nearly three years. Before that, I was working in the Heritage Museum. And that was for about 20, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and what do we have in front of us? We're sitting right here in the Museum of Art as we speak. Uh, this exhibition is the Hong Kong Jockey Club series, Botticelli and His Time, Masterworks from the Uffizi Gallery. We are very honored to showcase this exhibition exhibition as one of the major programs to celebrate the 15th anniversary of the bilateral relations between China and Italy. This exhibition offers Hong Kong audience the opportunity to explore the art and culture of the Renaissance during the 15th and the 16th century. There are 42 works of art here. Of course, Sandro Botticelli is the star, if you like, and he's the one that a lot of people will have heard of. In this exhibition, uh, yes, like you say, we have 42 works. Ten of them, they are from Botticelli. The rest is his contemporary artists, such as his mentor, his pupils, his followers, his um, collaborator, those who had influenced him or being influenced by him. And uh, through this painting, we have a glimpse of the early Renaissance. Uh, we will see many of Madonnas and Charles, saints, Bible story and portraiture. But typically, um, the commissions for these paintings would have been for, let's say, wealthy families uh, rather than the church. Is that correct? The patrons of that time. Actually, I, I would like to show you the first painting of this exhibition, and then I can explain a little bit more about that. Let's have a look. So here we stand in front of a very important work of this exhibition. It's a very small painting, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it is a very small painting, but the person... The portrait of this painting, he was a very, very important figure during that period. His name is uh, Lorenzo the Magnificent. That's quite a title. And I, I must say that Lorenzo the Magnificent looks like a very serious gentleman. We're looking at a painting that must be, I'll look at the sign here, 16 by 12 centimetres. It's a small oil painting. One of the people then who, uh, who were the instigators of being patrons of art? Yeah, um, he is one of the important members of the Medici family in Florence, the most powerful family in Florence during that time. And they love art. Yeah. Uh, they earn a lot of money, mm. but they also love art, uh, literature, philosophies. They support lots of artists. Lorenzo the Magnificent, um, he was not only a patron of Botticelli, but they were good friends. So back into the Madonna and Child Gallery, and we're in front of two really stunning pieces. One painting is a rectangular one, the other one is circular with more figures in the painting. And uh, you can notice that in his figure and drapery or ornaments and etc., yeah. you can see the precious quality of the rich fabric and the transparent veil. His figure are so delicate, yet when we look at the facial expression of the figure, uh, they are so sweet but with a touch of melancholy. 
Can you...? Yeah, definitely. We're looking now at uh, a Madonna and child, three figures in the painting. There's more than a touch of melancholy, I'd say. Yes. <laughs> the, the, I mean, the facial expressions can be extremely serious in this period, can't they? Yes. Uh, during that time, they look back to the, the Greek mythology, the Roman culture, and uh, kind of, you know, encourage the uh, humanism. So uh, in Botticelli's figure, uh, you know that he put quite a lot of uh, human characteristic. The emotion in the painting is very different to the uh, religious painting in the Dark Age. They are very stiff and flat. These are paintings that I can only imagine how long they took to, to make from, uh, from preparatory sketches to a final product here. Yeah, uh, they say Botticelli is actually a very good designer. How he put uh, the figure... And Within the canvas shape. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and we're talking about shapes. We've been looking at one in a rectangular canvas and uh, the one next to it, this pair is in a circular canvas. And I'm looking around, a quick look around the gallery, circular-shaped canvases or images um, in a circular form seem to be quite a popular uh, way of going about hanging a painting. Yes, actually there, uh, there were a story behind it because this called Tondo, uh, you know, the, yeah. the round-shaped uh, painting. They're called Tondo. Okay. And actually uh, it the, the original idea is uh, when mother gives birth to a baby, you know, it's quite difficult. And the mothers and baby, they, you know, they were healthy. It's, uh, you, you need to celebrate it. Mm. So uh, during that time, the husband will bought a tray called birth tray with all those lucky symbols. Not lucky, but a blessing huh. uh, symbols right. uh, uh, on the tray. And um, the mate in the house, they will use the tray to put both uh, the meat bluff yes. to give the mother ah. to kind of like uh, let her regain, you know, her uh, energy. energy. So it, it is a, a tradition hmm. during that time. So the painter just uh, look at the tray and then they using the same shape, putting Madonna and child and the family will buy the painting and put into their bedroom. You know, kind of, you can worship it, or you, or maybe it's kind of a... a Fertility yes. uh, charm. Now, we've moved on to another one of the themed galleries called Sacred Stories, and we're in front of what is really one of Botticelli's best-known paintings, the Adoration of the Magi. Yeah, this is a very, very important work of Botticelli, and actually this painting gave him the fame. Uh, during that time, and as you can see, Botticelli's self-portrait. This is amazing. It's in the painting. Yeah. So, we, if anyone's wondering what Sandro Botticelli looks like, this is the painting to look for: the Adoration of the Magi. Yeah. Uh, the bottom right-hand side. A, in the yellow uh, cloak. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's almost a gold-colored one, but it's yes. not. It's not ostentatious. It's, an, it's a neutral color, really. And he's part of a crowd standing uh, at the side of again the Madonna with the child in the in the center. There are other people, uh, patrons, and parts of. Florence Society in the painting, aren't there? Yes, yes, they are. Actually, this painting is uh, commissioned by a patron called Lama. He was a banker in Florence, and as I mentioned, Medici family, uh, they were the most powerful family. And Lama commissioned Botticelli because he knew that Botticelli and the Medici family, they have very close relationship. And during that time, Botticelli, he was a great artist, 
And that's why Lamas commissioned Botticelli. And he let Botticelli paint himself in the painting. It shows that the Medici family won't mind mm. to have Botticelli in, in the painting as well as their members. You could say at that time, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, that this was a form of social networking being shown um, within the art. It is, it is. And when you look at the painting, uh, you will know how skillful and how great Botticelli's work is because you can compare to another adoration of Magi in the same exhibition yeah. by another artist. So I encourage the audience when they come to the exhibition, look at this painting pay attention to the composition of the painting, to the facial expression of each figure in the painting. Apart from the figures, which are the main focus, really, uh, figurative paintings of Botticelli, I'm sure there are many symbols in the painting. There are ruins all yes. around in the background, crumbling walls, arches of buildings that once were. In other paintings that we've seen earlier in this interview, there were big floral plants and trees. I'm sure they all have rich symbolism, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they are. Can you see the peacock? Yeah, on the broken yeah, wall. Yeah, peacock uh, symbolize eternal life. They wish the Medici family can be powerful as long as they can. For infinity. Yes. Apo, walking around the exhibition, there is more than ever a lot of different activities going on for children, families. There was one wall that was full of the circular images that you, you were talking about just before, where people can actually draw pictures, and some of them were obviously done by adults. It looks great that you've managed to engage people to sit down and just do a drawing in a gallery. When we you know, think of uh, what kind of activities that uh, we are going to arrange for the visitor, first thing come to our mind is, how about we put up some easels? Yeah. Yeah, and drawing papers for, uh, you know, adults of or children when they finish looking, you know, at the masterworks, they may have some idea of, you know, what they would like to draw. So when I walk into the gallery and we saw adults and children, they enjoy very much. They draw a lot of great pictures and they uh, put it in, in the wall. We have amazing Tondo wall in our gallery. When they... Uh, finish the drawing. They tear out okay. the round shape. But you have also other fun but educational elements. There are body suits where people could become uh, the, the main figure from The Birth of Venus by Botticelli or other figures. It reminds me that art should not always today be taken too seriously but to engage people. This is obviously your thinking, isn't it? Of different ways of bringing elements of education but in a fun way. Yeah, we think of uh, Venison is from a few hundreds years ago from Italy, from Florence. We try to make a connection, you know, between the Renaissance, between Italian culture to Hong Kong, to our modern days. That's why we uh, create a letter for the exhibition. Uh, we try to put ourselves into the shoes of Botticelli, telling you what's in his mind. And uh, you can take the letter, read it, and you can, you know, enjoy more of the exhibition. These are really personal touches, and it's almost a message from you and your curatorial team. You told me that you had five people working with you putting together this really large exhibition. Yes. So some of your ideas, you can communicate them with this, uh, this letter, almost in a wax seal um, that the visitors can all take. It's a nice touch, and I think it brings a little bit of 
of lightness to, let's face it, what could be a heavy exhibition when you're yeah, talking about is. Renaissance we, art. Yes, we want to make it light, accessible. Um, the exhibition is on until late February, and it's not one that's being booked online. That's right, it's a walk-in exhibition this time, isn't it? Yeah, it is a walk-in exhibition. Our museum is uh, now open up to 75% of the capacity. Last Sunday, we have over 2,000 visitors for the Uffizi exhibition, and overall, the museum is around 4,000 visitors. Do you have time regulations, or is it not on a timer, like some of the exhibitions were previously, you know, that people can only be there for one hour or something? Uh, no. Uh, when you come to uh, the gallery, if there is too crowded, visitor may have to queue up for a while, yeah. but uh, up until the gallery is, the capacity is okay, they are allowed to go inside the gallery. Well, this is definitely one of those few mandatory shows, I think, for art lovers or people who want to know something about an important part of culture that uh, has influenced modern society. Thank you very much, Apo. Thank and you, Andrew. Thanks. And that was Art Singer Round for this week on the Sandro Botticelli and His Times exhibition. And Apo Wu, the curator of the Hong Kong Museum of Art International Programs. And she was telling 123 Show's Art Singer Round correspondent, Andrew Dimbina, all about it. You can find out more by visiting the website hk.art.museum. Many thanks for your wonderful feature, Andrew. <laughs>